Hello, Bible Beaters! Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vessler. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Bible Beaters. Bible Beater. Bible Beaters Podcast. The podcast is it one podcast. It's the Bible Beater Podcast. No, it's the Bible Beaters Podcast. <laughs> it's a podcast by the two Bible Beaters. Yeah, but it's about Bible beating, singular. Uh-huh. It's about both. A little wordplay. A little wordplay involved there, that name. We better trademark or whatever to copyright both, because whatever the fuck we are. Oh, we don't have the funds yeah, to do guess, any of those What things. are they going to take? Our fucking dick and piss jokes? Yeah, right? They don't have, there's not enough other rape jokes on the internet. <laughs> what are they going to say? The N-word more than me? <laughs> I dare them. Uh, well, how's it going anyways, Kyle? What's new? What's up? What's happening? Fuck, you just... Moving to two places, essentially moving this place, moving to another one, try to plan it out is a fucking nightmare. It's coming down to crunch time. Yeah, it is. And guess what? This is the news I got today because I've been waiting to hear how long. Because if I get a day or two ahead of time, there's no issue. Yeah. Moving into my next place. Yeah. Because then I could just take those days, move all my shit in, doesn't matter where it goes, and then just figure it out. Right. So I finally asked again today. and She's like, I won't know till the 28th. So that th- uh, thirty-one days in July. Yeah. So you got three-day window, maybe. Three-day window. No, she said I won't know till the twenty-eighth. Then I have to clean the carpets. She has to clean the carpets, or I pay someone. Yeah, hire someone to clean the carpets. I mean, te- they have to give it to you August first, correct? Oh, they do for sure. Yeah, it will be ready August first, but that screws me over. Yeah, the- it means I have to rent a vehicle. Oh, that's fucking lame. Yeah. What kind of vehicle? A truck? A U-Haul. Oh yeah. Put all my shit in it that night. Or just midday, so I don't have it more than a day, so they can't keep charging you. Welcome the to the moving planning. Welcome to podcast. my fucking life is chaos <laughs> podcast. You know what though? I did go grad selling this weekend. Fucking yeah. killed it. <laughs> Had a great grad sale. You know what? When you're buying for a new place, <laughs> Kyle thinks people give a fuck. Oh, dude, when you're buying for a new place, it's so much fun. Yeah. Because now, now I'm buying bulls. You yeah. know what I mean? Like <laughs> these bulls look nice. I'm buying them. It's fucking housewares everywhere. Yeah, that's the probably the one of the more common items at garage sale. Oh, for sure. Sailings. Did it just get more intimate in here? It might have. The light yeah, just Yeah, one changed. of the lights died in the pod room. Okay, but here's the thing. So, did I tell you... Have I ever told you about the toaster I'm obsessed with? No, there's three of them upstairs. There's more than that. So, you kind of blew the punchline. But, <laughs> <laughs> but there's this one toaster. I was like, this guy fucking toasts. How much toast does this guy need? Okay, so there's this one toaster. It's built from the 50s into the 70s by Sunbeam, and it's the best toaster ever made. It's all metal, right? Mm-hmm. It's completely mechanical. There's no digitizing, obviously, and it's genius. So what it is, is it's a radiant heat toaster. So on one side of the toast, there's elements, and on the other side, there's a radiant heat device that, could, that measures how much heat is coming through the bread. Mm-hmm. So you can just set it to whatever setting. If it's frozen, if it's thawed, it'll cook it to the same doneness every time. Because it knows exactly how much heat's coming through the bread, then it stops. It's completely mechanical, <laughs> right? So you put the toast in, it lowers. Yeah, you fucking nerd. Yeah, I know. You put the toast, you put the bread in, you put the bread in, it lowers automatically, right? Yeah. Mechanically, and it heats up, keeping the, keeping the mechanic, uh, I can't remember what it swells, so it can't come back. And then yeah. once they turn off, it shrinks again. And then the bread rises when it's finished. It doesn't pop. It rises slowly. Yeah, it rises slowly. goes in slowly. There's no... You can't get it back. You know what I mean? Well, you can turn it off. Yeah. But besides that, that's how it works. It's fucking... It's the best toaster ever made. 
They're rare and they're expensive. Okay. They're very expensive. I've been looking for one for about uh, two months. I finally found one in Ontario on, Kiji- on uh, Kijiji, and I got them to ship it to me. Wow. Cost me 50 bucks. That's a steal. They're like 150 to $200 on eBay. <laughs> that fucking all day. idiot. Right? <laughs> so I got for 50 bucks. Went garage selling this weekend. Went to one garage sale. I go up. I see four shiny toasters. Not all shiny toasters are the same. Yeah. There's lots of different kinds. I go up there. I can't fucking believe it, though, because I'm probably going to buy at least one of these. Right? So I, go, so I go up. I turn the first one around. The one I just bought. Turn the second one around. Same as that one. The other one, the even better older one, and then another one. All four rating heat toasters, a dollar each. (laughs) Unbelievable. You kind of got ripped off in the first one. I didn't get ripped off. You still had a good deal, but to get four for four dollars. For four dollars? Unbelievable. (laughs) Guess guess who's getting the exact same wedding gift? All my friends. This is the best toaster you'll ever need. You never need. What if you put something other than toast in there? What if you put Pop Tarts in there? Anything. Does, does it radiate through yep. the Pop Tarts? Anything. I just picked toast as an example. What if you bring it into the bath with you? Oh, uh, these ones will straight up kill you. So perfect. <laughs> these uh, <laughs> these toasters have no grounding or shielding. Like you know, they say. Who don't... the fuck thought of that as a good way to go out? That seems like fucking painful as fuck. Yeah, it is. It's got to be. Like, if you're gonna do it, like, why suffer? First of all, that's it's not going to kill you immediately. No. Like when when they put the electric chair, they put the electrodes on the bottom of your head and top of your head so it just kills your brain. Nukes it. And it still takes a little bit. That's the plan. If anyways. you do it in the bath, first of all, you might half kill yourself, blow the breaker, and then just be lay there drowning. <laughs> so you might like electrocute yourself and then drown. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just a half-electrocuted body. All your nerves are just on fire for the rest of your life. Did anyone actually... I know it's a meme and a trope, but like, did people really oh, do yeah. that? Yep. That seems fucked. Yes, they did. That's yeah, fucked me. Yeah, they're not shielded toasters. So you know how you're not supposed to put a knife in toaster? They tell you that when you're a kid. They how else do you get toast that's stuck in and out of a toaster? When I was a kid, I did it and nothing ever happened to me. That's because they're all they have grounded plugs on them. Yep. But these are all metal toasters and they're live... <laughs> So if you stick anything in there, you get the full wall outlet of electricity running through you. Holy shit. I stuck a fork in a socket when I was a kid. I did that too. And I don't You're remember finger, actually, but. doing it, but I remember getting picked up off the floor at my grandpa's house. Really? And everyone was looking around and I was just like, you know, that what well, that was something. And everyone's like, Oh my god. I remember being like really embarrassed that I was the center of attention. You're the reason they have to put safety plugs on those things. I ha- this I have a vivid memory of a fork and being bored and told I wasn't allowed to t- leave the table till I was done my food and being kind of like left around. And I was like, oh, that's something. And then the next <laughs> thing I know, everyone's asking me if I'm okay. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm fine. Like leave me alone. It's weird how you can get embarrassed when you're like six. And, oh yeah, and you've just been like nuked across the room because like, you don't know what really happened yeah and you're just like everyone's staring at me and i just pissed my pants <laughs> yeah i don't think i did yeah but i do yeah it's a weird uh anyways so yeah, so now i got i have to make new cables for all these so i don't give them out to people who electrocute themselves because no one knows to not do that anymore so if i give to my friends they'll definitely electrocute themselves what if there's a puddle on the counter and you're like you know your fingers are wet or something and that's you just, even worse yeah like is it that oh hell yeah so these toasters no, don't sound that out- awesome. You can't touch the outside. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna solder ground plugs on them. Okay. I'm gonna put new plugs on them. This sounds like a great way if you wanted to commit a murder. You can't murder anyone with uh, wall. You can't booby trap a poster. 
Yeah, not with you can't kill anyone with a current in what a wall. What if you were to put C4 in the toaster and that way when they toasted yeah, it? Yeah, that'd probably kill them. <laughs> that would get that them. That would do it, yeah. That's you know un- what? How about if they go to... Uh, untraceable. How about if they go to put their toast in and then I shoot them in the back of the head? That's another good one. Yeah, perfect. Because they are distracted with the toast. Exactly. They won't see you. See, that's just like Big Brother, man. Um, What the fuck? How's your weekend? Anything exciting happened besides... Went floating. Floating? Down. Good which, time. Which Enderby. one? That's the way better one. Yeah, that's what everyone said. It wasn't long enough. We should have drove up more. We went to the most popular length. Yeah. When we looked it up, and it was forty-five minutes to an hour. Time. That's too short. Yeah. There's a lo- way longer I need, one. I need three. I put. Yeah. I spent yeah. like three hours. There's a big, flat section though that you basically have to like walk for like That's half okay. a kilometer in like knee-deep river, or you sit there for like seven hours. You don't bring paddles. I never have. Oh, we I brought paddles. Just do that. So, in what were you in? Tubes. Uh, the raft floaties. Okay, like the Walmart yeah. Explorer 500s? Explorer 200, but no, that's a small one. Sorry. But I had a few of those. I couldn't find them. But uh, no, they had the bigger rafts. It's like a, the two people. That's something. Yeah, it was fun. I haven't done that for years, and it's like the second time ever. Did you get loaded? No, I had to drive, so. No, well, somebody has to. Did everyone else get loaded? No one really got loaded. It was an hour. You, gotta <laughs> you know get... what I mean? It was an hour. No, man, I've got to get... Have I told you the time that I got... Locked in Penticton for a whole weekend. Have I said that story on the podcast? I don't think so. Uh, this is a great story. Locked everybody. in Penticton? Well, here's... The here. highway had to close. Yeah, there was a fire. Oh, okay. A lot of... It was a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, I think they made a book about so, that. So, yeah, it's called the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and the Jews really... It, uh, <laughs> so, here's the thing. Here's the... Hey, everybody. This... The Bible of, is fucking terrible for the next... Series of boring names. The Bible is fucking terrible for maybe the next podcast. So I've been trying to think of stories to tell in the podcast. And yeah, yeah, fourth wallet. There we go. Break <laughs> it down. Really break it down. And yeah, no, tell your fucking stupid story now. So we went floating. This was kind of got dim in here again. So weird. It keeps happening. I think it's as if the. I think it, there's it's a combination of the cloud going behind the sun going behind a cloud and the light. Anyways. So we went, we floated down the Penticton Channel. Um, I was drinking since probably Friday night, and this is Saturday, or maybe it was Thursday night and it was Friday day, whatever the fuck it was. You're drinking all night, this is the next day. So I got you're up in the morning. You're still half cut, and you're probably drinking all the morning too. Yeah, I got up in the morning. I have this problem where- It's called alcoholism. Yeah. So if I, if I like don't sleep or I wake up drunk and there's like leftovers, I'm going to finish. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clean out your house. I literally don't know- how people do that. I, I do it. I'm like, I'm about to get sober. Fuck this. And I'll just like, you know, I'll be drinking the half full beers. I'll be looking in your fridge. I'll be looking in your freezer. I'm, that's, You're the guy that drinks all the all, that, the, all the other not drinks. Not every time, but around. a lot of times. Yeah. God damn. So we're drunk. I I'm can drunk. never do that because even if I keep going, if I keep going, I feel like shit. Oh, yeah. At, you, at the end of the day anyways. I'd rather just sleep half the day than start drinking then. Here's what. I, so, anyways, I'm I'm like we're drinking. On, I'm drinking on the way to Penticton. We get there. I'm like wasted already. We float down. How's that fun? The channel. It was, it was fun. And there's like a halfway point. You can go. You can float the whole way or the halfway. At the halfway point, there's this like native bannock shack. It's, they have a big sign. That sounds says, awesome. Don't panic. We have bannock. Nice. Right. <laughs> you know what? That'd be fucking unreal. Really buttery bread. It was pretty when good when you're drunk. You know what? I never tried Bannock's it really good. until they moved to like an actual cafe on West Side, and it was fucking amazing. Oh yeah. Well, 
I got a bunch of native friends, and they're all their grandparents or moms make bannock. Not yeah, all good. of them, but like three of them do. Yeah. And they're all different. Everyone makes it different. One makes it like a big fucking cakey loaf. Well, one makes a thin one, but they're all good. And they're all not good for you. Yeah, they're basically donuts. Yeah, it's really fatty bread. Deep fried, right? No. The Kukuli Cafe deep fries theirs. Okay, not the one I had. Anyways, so we're... so Deep fried. I'm, it tastes... That's cheating with anything. Yeah, it's pretty good, though. They make it into a burger, even. They'll have like a Bannock sandwich and yeah. burger. Oof. Mm. Buffalo. God, put a donut on it. Remember that was a thing? You could just take like a Krispy Kreme donut and use it as a buns and get real fucking fat. I've never had that, but I've, I want to try that. I'm sometime. sure you do. Have you had a McGriddle? Yeah. That's a fat guy thing. I wasn't a biggest fan of those. Anyways. Hey, I want pancakes on my sandwich. So we get to the Bannock you know place. It's good. Just a regular sandwich. Like but, a ham sandwich? Fucking amazing. But out of a donut, though. <laughs> That's worse. So we get to the Bannock place. At least your goal is to get fucking diabetes. I'm trying to impress everybody or be, be hilarious, so I run and jump on the back of the bus. There's do, your a friends, bus. do your friends think you're funny? Yeah. Are you like the, the no, I'm not wild even, card dude? No, not really. There's like five of us, and any of us could be like... Okay. At different points in my life, I've done some wild card things, but at other points in my life, I'm like, I wouldn't do the shit that J Rod does. Go no fucking yeah, way. Exactly. J Rod's an outside dog. You can't bring him anywhere. <laughs> he stays outside. Because I have, I think a lot of comics are like that. Well, some of them had no friends, but friends growing up, you were never the funniest or craziest one, no. usually in the comedians, but you were like middle, just the like egg or honor by. guy yeah that's yeah. that guy's just as important mm-hmm. here's the thing though like yeah if i go to a different like when i moved a couple times and i had to make new friends everyone thought i was a complete maniac oh but i was like I my friends are fucking you should see <laughs> you my should friends be these guys <laughs> yeah so i ran there's like, like people thought like, i'm an asshole when i came here and i was like you, you should meet my friends back home <laughs> <laughs> there's a, a bus that picks you up and puts all your tubes on the top so i ran and jumped on this back of the school bus i was hanging onto the ladder and like, you know, we peeled off onto the highway and then the bus driver notices that I'm on there. Somebody tells him. So he stops at the next light and like, you know, chases me off like an old man shaking his fist. Like you didn't pay. Get the fuck off my bus, man. Yeah, that and it's reckless and dangerous and he's driving. But you didn't pay. I didn't pay either. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in my uh, just my bathing suit, right? No, no wallet, no phone, no keys, no sandals, no T-shirt. So I walk back. Were your friends on the bus? No, they weren't on the bus. They were in. You the... just hopped on a random bus? Yeah, that's. <laughs> it wasn't a random bus. What is the bus. end goal? It wasn't. It was going to take me back to where the cars were, where my booze was, and I was going to just hang out there and wait for my friends because they had cars, so they were going to drive. Oh, that's some it was serious just like this dumb, alcoholic shit. It was like this dumb. I need to get to where my booze is fast. Yeah. So I did that, and then I get to where the cars are. So I had to walk now. Oh, you got there though. Yeah, but now the cars are gone. Do you have your keys? Because they picked them up. No, I don't have... A I'm in somebody else's car. But my wallet and phone and everything is in the car. So instead of like waiting like a normal person... That's insane that your trying, left you. ...trying to use my phone... They didn't leave me. They were looking for me. Oh, okay. In the time... So I got... I'm a few blocks from where they disembarked, right? I'm in between that and where the cars are. So I walked to where the cars are. They drove to where the cars are, picked up the car... Went back because you park one at each end, right? Went mm-hmm. back to pick up everybody else. In that time, I got to where the car is. I don't see the car and I don't wait there and I don't try to use somebody's phone. I go, they fucked me. They left me here. So That's I so dumb. I start hitchhiking so... back to Kelowna. Are which, you kidding? Which is immediately? Like, yeah, like immediately. Like at three in the afternoon. So I'm walking down the highway in my bare feet with my baby. Have your suit. friends or would they ever do that to you? Or is that just a dumb 
gut reaction. That was a dumb gut reaction. Or is there like experience behind them fucking come totally abandoning no, me? No, I definitely like, should have looked around. But they would leave me. That's it. what I mean. So it's not okay. They would. They would, but it was that was a dumb call. It's like I didn't even try to look or get found. Right? Yeah. I just started hitchhiking, and I got you know not that far, thirty minute walk away from from what from where the cars were. You got thirty. You hitchhiked thirty minutes away. I started walking with my thumb out towards Kelowna. So That's, you didn't get a ride. No, I got picked up about thirty minutes into hitchhiking. Oh, okay. And <laughs> you got like a 30 minute walk away yeah. and they left you there. Like that's no, it's a five minute drive. At best. It's like this 19 year old kid. I was maybe 25. So it's like this 19 year old kid. He's got like a brand new pimped out truck. He's coming home from the oil rigs and he's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? And I was like, oh, you wouldn't believe it. I had a fucking day. I've been drinking all day. My friends fucking left me. I'm trying to get back to glory. He's like, hop in, dude. He's got a case of Budweiser. Get out of here. Yeah, We're shooting the shit. We're drinking it's the whole way time. back. Right. Yeah. The guy's like, good, dude. We get to Westside. So just for, if you don't know, Penticton and Kelowna are about 45 minutes, 45 minute drive. You know, what is it? 60 kilometers. Yeah. 60 kilometers know. away from each other. So we get to Westside and there's a fire on the West side and the highway is closed. We're the third car back where they stopped all traffic. There's two cars in front of us and they're turning people around and saying, you know, highways closed. And so I'm like, thanks for the ride, dude. I hop out. I just start. He's like, where the fuck are you going? I was like, oh, I'm going to walk around this and, you know, get back. He's like, no, you're not, you idiot. Like, get in the car. You can stay with me tonight. He's like, where are your friends and stuff? So he's like, he's got a. This guy's awesome. He's got a. I love this guy. Wait, this guy fucks me over. Big really? Time. Yeah. So this guy, he's got a girlfriend in Kelowna and a mistress in Penticton. And he's like, we'll go uh, to, we'll go to my. This guy's a scumbag. Yeah, we'll go to. He my... was already drinking and driving, but I look past that. <laughs> yeah, drinking while driving. So we we go to his, uh, you know, girl's house, his mistress's house. It's her fucking uncle's fortieth birthday. It's a huge party. There's, That's awesome. It's like a big barbecue. We make up this backstory about how we were best friends in grade three, and we just happened to meet each other, and the highways closed. What a, I love this guy. Yeah. Take it back. I'm back so welcome. everybody's like, I get you know a steak dinner. Uh, you know, all the booze I can drink. And you're hammered Caesar and it's not salad. weird because it's a party. You yeah, know what I mean? and I'm great at parties. Yeah. I'm telling stories and telling them about the getting chased off the bus. They think it's hilarious. You know, I'm wearing his like fucking, uh, what are those shiny shirts? Oh, Affliction yeah, or uh, I got Ed an, Hardy? I got like an Ed Hardy shirt on with fucking shiny shit on it. <laughs> Just an anchor but yeah. bedazzled. I've, by the way, I promised this guy the moon. When I get back to my phone, man, when I get my wallet, you know, I'm getting you fucking drunk. You know, I'm buying you whatever. Thanks. Because he's given me, you know, all this beer. I mean, that's, a shirt off should, his back. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm saying all this shit. From but, the, but for the record, I knowing you, you fully intended to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... We go. We he's like, you want to go to a beach party? I'm like, dude, yeah. I'm what, whatever you're doing, I'm doing. He's like, okay. So we're going to this beach party. Uh, so his girlfriend and his buddy and his buddy's girlfriend hop his, in the truck. His mistress or girlfriend? Mistress. And his girlfriend's just in Kelowna. Doesn't know he's home yet. Yeah. He's gonna surprise her tomorrow, like he just got in. <laughs> yeah, with chlamydia or something. <laughs> so they're all in the truck. I'm lying in the bed of this truck, and I'm lying there. And I remember the car ride being kind of long. I remember being, how fucking far away is this beach? But I don't know, whatever. I got a fucking bottle of Sailor Jerry's. Oh, he's going to say me. Penticton, isn't he? We drive from Penticton to... No, to, you're in West K. No, we've gone from Penticton to West K back to Penticton. So I'm right. Yeah, so we're... No, we, we were in Penticton. Now this beach party is somewhere else further away. 
So we're driving, driving, So you driving. went back to Penticton where his mistress was. Yeah, exactly. I must have mis- misheard the so, Penticton so, part. So okay. yeah, we went back to Kelowna, got turned around because the highway's yeah, closed. Yeah. Went back to Penticton. So now we go to this beach. This beach party is him and his girlfriend and his buddy and his girlfriend and a fire and me. That's a beach party? Yeah, so it wasn't a party. So I remember being like, well, fuck this. And I just started like drinking right out of the bottle. You know, they're like making out whatever. I basically wandered off on my own. Next thing I know, I'm getting woken up by, uh, you know, security guard. And he's like, hey, buddy, you know, this is a public beach. Can't sleep here, man. You know, get out of here. Like you're homeless. Yeah. Like it wasn't a cop, but it was like a security guard. I was like, oh, fuck. And I look around and I'm all alone. I got, you know, my Ed Hardy shirt and my shorts. And I just stumble across the street into like this fucking lawn chair. So far, this guy didn't fuck you over at all. Keep going. So I wake up the next morning to sprinklers on my back. You know, birds chirping, sun is shining. And I'm like, what Literal the sprinklers? Fuck. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Where the fuck am I? Keep in mind, it's been now. I've been drunk for like 36 hours. Yeah. And I've not talked to anybody. All my friends don't know where the fuck I am. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. So I'm like, you're I'm, an asshole. I've I ne- didn't even consider that. <laughs> I've never. How long did they look for you? A long time. And so, oh, my God. That's brutal. So, dude. Every other time they're leaving you now for sure immediately. So I'm like, I don't even know where I am. I don't recognize anything. I'm in like this quaint little like it almost looked like a little mountain town. Not even a mountain town, more like like a, like an old settler's town. There was like, you know, a general store and like a place. How far like, north did you go? We, okay, we were in Naramata. We were in Naramata at this like private beach thing like next to a bed and breakfast. How far is that from? Pentecost? It's halfway back to Kelowna on the other side of the lake. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, Naramata. Where Those don't f- connect for anyone listening. Where the fuck is that? So I just start walking, right? And I'm like, you know, I see a sign like Penticton, like 40 kilometers. I'm like, oh, fuck me. That's a whole day. Yeah. And I'm fucking feeling like absolute ass right now. Like I feel so, I'm, I will. And you have no money for drinks? No, nothing. Or... There's not even any stores there. It's, there's a general store. We're, we're in the, yeah, it was closed. It's Sunday. Uh, there's pylons down the middle of the road and fucking bikers whizzing past me. There's it's a, a race triathlon that day. And I'm oh walking down God. the side of the street, in my bare feet. And I'm so thirsty. Bare feet, bare feet, bare feet. Still. You know what we got to do? You got to go to part of the triathlon where they're like giving cups of water <laughs> so you can run by and just start grabbing. I had an them. even better idea. I saw a sprinkler in the orchard and I was like, I'm so thirsty. So I shimmy up at like a, like a fucking, you know, Guy on a deserted island looking for a coconut. I like shimmy to the top. It's like eight feet high. The thing's like wobbling with me on it. And I just grab the sprinkler. I turn it towards my mouth. And I just go. <laughs> and I just start chugging. And this water tastes like farts. Oh, yeah. It's so bad. But you need oh, it. I drink it. I like puke a bit. I fucking fall off this thing because I'm like the water's in my face. I walk another. It's like, like warm. Wa- is it warm or cold? It was cold, but it smelled like farts. And then I walk like, you know, 200 meters. And I see a sign like gray water. Do not drink. Like, oh, oh, you drink gray water. <laughs> fucking cool. <laughs> fucking oh, that's cool. fucking disgusting. So I'm walking down the road. These guys are whizzing <laughs> past me like, get off the road, asshole. <laughs> and I'm, you know, hitchhiking. You should be like, give me a ride. Let me double. <laughs> 
So I'm hitchhiking. There's almost no cars. <laughs> you drink gray water. This fucking from a fucking Indian dude on a tractor is like, do you, what's? Do you need help? He sees some guy barefoot in an Ed Hardy shirt. That's nice. Looks like he's like. Yeah. I was like, yeah. He's like, hop in. Where are you going? Dur, dur, dur. And I give him the story at the point. He's like, oh, buddy. And he's got he's got full on like durga 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 music playing. Oh yeah, they all do. over the rattle. They of, love that fucking the shit. rattle of the tractor. So I've I heard s- a couple good songs from Taxi Drivers. The rest, dog shit. <laughs> so I'm like kind of just sitting in there, and the music was honestly pissing me off because I had a pounding headache, and uh, we didn't talk much. I rode in that for maybe 25 minutes, and he's like, "This is as far as I go. You're, you know." Another half an hour walk. I hitchhike again. Some old lady on her way to church says, same thing. Everybody sees me like, you look like you need help. And I'm like, yeah, I do. And I'm telling well, them. Well, you're barefoot. I'm telling That's them. That's a pretty good sign. The story you're barefoot and you're in a hardy shirt, so you're not homeless. So or you robbed somebody. It's now Sunday, like noon. And I, I hitchhike. So I get to Penticton. I'm hitchhiking again now on the other side of Penticton back to Kelowna. Some dude picks me up, man. He's like, what the fuck happened to you? I give him the whole story up to this point. He's laughing his dick off. He's like, dude, smoke this doobie with me. He's like, highway's still closed, but you can come hang out at my place. Like, oh, my God, cool. again. Yeah, so I said, go drink with this guy. And then um, I'm kind of like, oh, fuck, I should probably call my friends, right? So Oh, you finally can. Oh, my like God. Sunday, I would fucking murder you. At like 2 o'clock, murder. yeah. My brother answers the phone like, where the fuck are you? We're all worried about you. I told him the whole thing. He's like, oh, my God. All right, we're coming to get you. And so, yeah, long story short, they came, they had to drive. The thing is, if I would have stayed in Aramata, it would have been faster because they had to drive down the dirt road on the other side of the Holy lake. Holy shit. All the way back. And we even got a flat tire on our way home on the dirt road that we had to change. That's brutal. <laughs> brutal. I feel bad for your friends. Oh, they all thought it was hilarious. That turns out. Good guys, too, though. So that guy, the initial guy that picked me up and let me stay at his house and took me to the beach and everything. Mm-hmm. I found this out years later, like two years later. I run into a guy at a, at a house party, and he's like, you, I picked you up hitchhiking one time. And I was like, you're that guy. And I was like, why the fuck did you leave me on the beach? He's like, dude, you ran away. Yeah, for sure you did. So yeah. that security guard came, and they kind of like scurried around a bush, and, but I was passed out because I was drunk. Uh-huh. And so they said they looked up and down the street for me, but they couldn't find me because I walked across the street and fell asleep in that guy's lawn chair. <laughs> So how did this guy screw you over? He didn't at all. At the time, I thought he fucked me. At the time, I thought he left me on the beach. He's like, oh, this guy's drunk. We're leaving him here. That's what I thought happened. Even if he did that. Even if he did that. I would have deserved it. Yeah, for sure you did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you buy him all the booze that night or what? I did buy him a bunch of drinks and some MDMA. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was a fun time. Good times. That's a fucked up story. That's a great story. Yeah, that was a 48-hour ordeal. See, like, that's... These have been some of my arguments for why alcohol's good. And then they go, well, those are all bad things. I'm like, yeah, but now the story's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And the story I can tell a hundred times only had to live it once. Yeah. <laughs> the worst part was the walking down lives- the highway, you know, at three in the afternoon, barefoot, and the, so- the, the road is burning my feet. I, had, I, kept, I kept walking. Did you get blisters? Oh, yeah. I kept walking from, like, the sand part to the... The pavement was smooth but burning, and the sand was sharp. So I had like <laughs> so, so many cuts on my feet. I was so you had to walk in broken glass or fire. Basic, yeah, yeah, basically that. And, it, and you're like, "Ooh, that's too hot!" Ow, ow, yeah. ow, ow. And I walked for hey, at least it cauterized kilometers, your man. I walked for hours. I probably walked maybe five kilometers bare feet. But I'm telling you right now, I rip my shirt off and tie it on around my feet. First thing I do. It wouldn't have lasted. Socks. I've walked. I walked from Calgary downtown to Mackenzie Town in sock feet, and they don't last. And cops put me up on the side of the highway that time. 
and I made up this story. <laughs> this is fucked. Okay, so I don't know what the fuck happened, but I went out on an absolute tear, and I woke up without my pants or anything, and I was just like downtown Calgary in a bush. I had my boxers on, my socks, and just... At least you were... If you wear boxers, you're almost wearing shorts. I don't know what the know? fuck. Yeah, I walk into a 7-Eleven, and I, you know, I get tell the guy my address. I'm like, am I anywhere near there? He's like, no. Like, you're way the fuck far away from there. So I just start walking, because that's all I know how to do, and I don't know anyone's phone Are numbers in Calgary. I'm, you know, I'm sober up by oh, okay. this time. It was... I found myself without pants. I just like had a moment I got a of question for you. Yeah? Have you ever thought about doing this? What? Just call a cab and pay when you get to where you're going. I had no phone. I had no money. You need that. You go wave down a cab. Say I'm going here. I have money In there. My boxers and sock feet. Yeah. I I had I was too embarrassed. Honestly, I didn't want to ask for help because I was like embarrassed. So I'm walking down this the highway. It was one of the main ones. You know the. Whatever the fuck, Deerfoot or whatever the fuck, whatever the one that goes from downtown to Mackenzie Town, in, and I'm okay. walking down the side of the highway, and uh, these p- cops pull over. They're like, "Hop in!" So I get in. They take me to like an off the highway place. They're like, "What's up? We got some reports of a guy walking down the highway in his underwear. That's that's you." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's me." They're like, "What happened?" And I don't know what to tell them, but I don't want to tell them I just ended up like that. So how did it happen? I don't know. To, to this day, I don't know. But this is what I told the cops. Uh, I just, I just like, up, you know, I what just, were you doing there? I just appeared. I just, uh, what were well, you doing in Calgary at the very least? So the the night before we were working, we were framing and <laughs> it was my buddy. It was my, this kid's birthday. This kid on my crew, he was like 18. I was like 25. This is about the same time as the other story. Okay. And I was like, let's get <laughs> fucked, you know, because we had been working for like yeah. six weeks straight. I figured that much at least. And so we just got wasted. I guess we got in some sort of like fight and kicked out of the bar and then me and him got separated and I don't know what happened, but I woke you up. You fought and, each other? No, with somebody else. Oh, Okay. I woke up in a bush without pants, and that's what—that's like where my reality kicks in. Check your and asshole. It's, it's still dark. It's st- like it's probably three thirty or in the morning at that point, and I walked till like I got picked up on the cops at like ten thirty or eleven. So like six hours of walking. Holy fuck! And the, the police were like, "So what happened?" I was like, "Well, I was, you know, I met this girl, and we went into her car, and uh, we started like, you know, making out and stuff, and she took my pants off, and then I said something, I called her by the wrong name, and uh, she got mad and kicked me out of her car and drove away, and they were like, okay, what was this girl's name? And now I'm in the now I'm in this lie. Doesn't matter though. And I'm Doesn't like, matter. It could be any fucking. Can't name. remember. They're they're like, what, what make and model was the car? And I was like, it was like a red Civic, and I just like made up all this shit, and then uh, I got a phone call though, like we uh, we have a car. That belongs to uh, Melissa. That's a red. And I was like, no, that's not her. That's not the girl. I would have remembered her last name being that. Anyway, how did they? <laughs> so they scared the shit out of this poor girl. Yeah, you fucking stole a guy's pants, kicked him out of your car, yeah. left him there to die. <laughs> like for sure, if they're that at that point, they're just like I don't know why I gave the names. I was like, girl. yeah, it's Melissa. She has a red Civic. You know, it happened on this and this road, and then like. They were like, so was it uh, this, you know, does this name ring a bell? And I was like, no, 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 that's not her. That couldn't have been her. <laughs> yeah, it couldn't have been her because it's a lie. I don't know if, you know, it would be funny if they just did that and didn't do any of the research. Like, this guy's lying. Probably, Let's fuck with him. I mean, you know they, what I mean? They easily could have. I must have sounded like could've. I was lying. Oh, for sure you did. I, I'm bad at lying because I hardly ever do it. So, Oh, that's nice. What a virtuous person you are. Your mom will be proud. I used to lie a lot. Everyone lies all the time. Not me. Just depends how much. I never lie. Bullshit. That's a, that's the liar's paradox. Oh, right. right. I got it. Yeah. So, Kyle, do you remember what we read about last week? 
the yeah. allotment of land till the yeah, about who gets what Hebron Hebronite Caleb at Hebron. So uh, we're staking out uh, the promised land right now. Yeah. So I'm just gonna start reading, and yeah, uh, that's what we've been doing for uh, a year and a half. <laughs> Stop me if for, you think for of anything. Eighty-four episodes. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read as fast as I can. Is the thing the allotment for Ephraim and Massanay, Massanaya. And, and by the way, we're we reading. Get, we read this. I'd like to break down where we're reading it. You want me to pause it? Sure. I just like to say, for everyone listening, we're breaking down. We're reading this in full because God thinks you need to <laughs> need to know. For, this. Your salvation <laughs> depends on it. Your eternal soul depends on who gets what piece of fucking property. Where the where the property line is in the promised land. So Joshua seventeen. This was the allotment for the tribe of Manasseh. Manasseh, Manasseh. Off to a great start. For Joseph's firstborn. Reading fast, maker. everybody. Fast you can read. Manasseh's firstborn maker was the ancestor of the Gileadites who had received Gilead and Bashan because the Macriites were great soldiers. So this allotment was for the rest of the people of Manasseh. Manasseh. Uh, <laughs> It's Manasseh, but I keep saying Manasseh. Sorry, guys. The clans of Abizer, Halak, Azriel, Shechem, Hefer, and Shemitah. These are the other male descendants of Manasseh, son of Joseph, by their clans. <laughs> now, Zelophad, son of Hefer, the son of Gilead, the son of Maker, the son of Manasseh, had no sons but only daughters. These names were Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milka, Tirzah. They went to Eleazar the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and the leaders and said, The Lord commanded Moses to give us an inheritance among our brothers. So Joshua gave us an inheritance along with their brothers of their fathers according to their Lord's command. Manasseh's share consisted of ten tracts of land besides Gilead and Bashan east of Jordan because the daughters of the tribe of Manasseh received an inheritance among the sons. The land of Gilead belonged to the rest of the descendants of Manasseh. Now that's the same story as they was told, I think, back in De- Deuteronomy when... Um, you know, the exact same thing happened. They said, you know, I have only daughters. Do we get anything? And they made that precedent. Oh, right. Okay. So that's the same story. So the, it's still being upheld. Yeah. Well, I, if this is a different version of the same. Oh, events. okay. The territory of Man- Manasseh extended from Asher to Man. So Man- this is like a, a different perspective from one of God's three personalities. So the first one is what, one of his first personalities. Yes, exactly. And this is like one of the other two. Oh, do you think she explained that well at all? Nope. Did she have any I understand sort of, her point. That's not okay, but how is it more than how is that a single god though? I think I think what she's saying is um it's all internal debate between Christians, between God. All the multiple variations of God are internal debate, although we never got to anywhere close to what the Holy Ghost means. It's kind of just a whisper in the and wind. And Jesus on the cross talking to himself up in heaven. Understand, but there's people that do that, you know. It's like I think I think her point with it like it's an external internal debate. He fractured himself to make himself suffer because he can't have human emotions because he's not. So he allowed himself to suffer to gain the human experience, but it's like an outward internal debate because he's still God and Jesus is also God, but they're talking to each other. So it's internal. But since he made it a person, cause he's God and he can do whatever he wants. We view it as external. I feel, so you, you buy that, that that's one God. I, I, I can accept it. I can accept it. There's at least some logic behind it. No, I mean, there is in her explanation. I think there's logic behind it. 
There's not logic behind it. There is an explanation. I wouldn't call that logic. I would say logic defers logic to... Logic filled in the gaps. To <laughs> Logic for sure filled in the logic gaps. Logic is... There's something that's dying on the cross, cross and something up in heaven uh-huh. overseeing it. Yeah. That's what logic would say. But if a god exists, then um, then the... Reason must bow to no, the mystery just, of the Trinity. Then just... it's uh, Situations are, are different than... The territory- There's two human beings talking to each other and there is no God, then yeah, that's not one person. Yeah. But if a God exists that can create anything at any time, then of course he can create part of himself as a human being and talk to himself. Like unity. If and- he is all Paul, yeah, anything. Like unity in Rick and Morty. Sure. How she's like. Exactly. In- embodies. The- Except just two, but technically three, but the third one's a wind. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Holy Ghost doesn't do anything. It's like a feeling people have, right? Yeah. To explain exactly it to me. that. It's bullshit. So one of his personalities is just emotion in the form of wind. Yeah, but that also causes things to do things. Like Because the Spirit of the Lord comes on people, and then yeah, they're they able to do that. shit. they say that. There's no proof in the Bible. No, Not proof, but there's no... That's uh, what I'm talking about. When the Spirit of the Lord falls on David, and he starts killing Philistines left and right, that's the Holy Ghost. That's a superpower. Yeah, I guess. Weird. Or when the Spirit of the Lord fell on Joshua and he, you know, ordered them into the whatever. I'm confused with what that is. It's, like you said, it's a feeling. It's a bunch of nonsense. No, but I mean in the context of a God doing something. How is it different than God just empowering him? How's it? Yeah. It might be. At all. It might be the same thing. The territory of Manasseh extended from Asher to Mikmethah. East of Shechem, the boundary ran southward from there to include the people living in Entupa. Messene had the land of Tupa, but Tupa itself, on the boundary of Manasseh, belonged to the Ephraimites. Then the boundary continued south (laughs) to the Canal Ravine. Dude, I thought that was going north for sure. (laughs) To the Canal Ravine. There the towns belonged to Ephraim, laying among the towns of Messene, but the boundary of Messene was the northern side of the ravine and, and ended at the sea. On the south, the land belonged to Ephraim. On the north, Manasseh. The territory of Manasseh reached the sea and bordered Asher on the north of Issachar on the east. Within Issachar and Asher, Massene also had Bethshan, Iblium, and the people of Dor, Endor, Tanak, Megiddo, together with their surrounding settlements. The third on the list is Napoth. Yet the Massonites, there's so many like brackets, like we give <laughs> yeah. a fuck, like side points. Yeah. Uh, they got to clarify when the people go like this land is mine. They go no, no, no. Bible says. <laughs> Yet the Mastonites were the not best part a- is when you think about that how this is written after the fact. Yeah, there was land disputes, obviously, right? A hundred years later, because it's all word of mouth, <laughs> and then someone wrote it down for like now this is what it's going to be. This is what it was originally, but yeah. we wrote it down. Even now. though we wrote it down from memory a hundred years later, and by the way, somehow I get more land than everyone else. <laughs> Yet the Mastonites were not able to occupy these towns, for the Canaanites were determined to live in that region. I like the way they wrote that. The Canaanites were determined to live in that region. They didn't say they're having wars and people are dying. They just say they were ter- de- they're determined. They're determined to yeah. live there. However, they're when- determined beyond any obstacles, being other people already living there, setting their houses on, on fire, fire, killing their children, <laughs> raping their women. Why are you they're guys determined. still here? We're determined. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do all those things you do? I really like the landscape. Uh, yeah, that's it. has a great view. <laughs> they could. They, I wa- really wanted lakefront property. The c- founding fathers of Canada could have said that about the Iroquois, and you I know think they did. Even though we displaced <laughs> them and put them on trains and gave them little boundaries, they were determined to live there. There was also a bounty. I don't know yeah. if you remember that. <laughs> Jesus. No, there was. There was a bounty. A human head bounty. Because people forget that 
It, you feel guilty now, even though you did nothing. A lot of people, I don't feel any guilt, but <laughs> none whatsoever. Me neither. Because here's the thing. There was wars, right? Mm-hmm. Throughout human history, and whoever won the war got the territory at the time. You know what I mean? The wars became a little bit one-sided at this point. They oh, weren't absolutely. really just wars. I didn't say they're just. No, okay. But there's wars throughout history, and that's how everyone decided anything good or bad. That's true. Right? So, our history, <laughs> we came here and waged war for a couple hundred years, and at the end, uh, it was pretty uh, one-sided. The, the difference is, and I'm not, I don't think that we should have done this, mm-hmm. but uh, most of the time, Machiavelli would say, you fucking put the defeated population to the sword. And then you just eliminate and that problem. No problem. A lot of people have said that over the years. And you eliminate uh, that problem forever. It's a major, yeah. I'm not saying like that's fucked, but uh, well, as a war tactic, it is smart. As a person with empathy, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> it's fucked. Yes. Oh man, because then that means you're killing, surrendering people. Hiding people, women, oh, yeah. children. Which they kind so of they did anyways. Oh, they did. They absolutely did. We absolutely did. Like and I the said, Trail a, of Tears wasn't a, much better. They had a bounty. Well, that's... I heard a tasteless joke about sure a bounty. So there's two <laughs> There's two Irishmen, and they're hunting Indians, right? Because there's a bounty on Weren't their Irishmen, like, they're, pieces of shit? Yeah, they're assholes, and they're idiots. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just mean, like, in society, like, we didn't like Irish. Not we, but Canadians. So they're hunting Indians, and... They get to the end of a box canyon, right? And all of a sudden, thousands of Indians appear at the top of the ridge. I really don't like the term Indian, not for any progressive sense, because I keep right. on Native thinking Americans. from India. Native American Indians. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's a lot more words. Iroquois, Apache, Comanche. <laughs> right on. All brutal enemies. Anyways, so they get to the end of this <laughs> box can- canyon. Thousands of them appear, and you know they appear behind them, and they're completely surrounded. And the one Irishman turns to the other one and is like, we're going to be rich. <laughs> that's really funny the, that's not even a tasteless joke because they die that's a dumb irish yeah because they die yeah. yeah it's a dumb irish joke it's not but if anyone knows like the familiarity of well of canada if you go to the east coast their bounty was very successful jesus no it's true there's like very very low native population east of like uh quebec because they had a bounty for a long time. Well, that and they, you know, settled there, and most most of the ing- uh, you know that makes that migrated. makes a lot of sense that thing you just said. But that's what I one person told me once. Yeah. So I just clung to it. No, they, you know what? <laughs> Yours they, makes way more sense. They were like, I don't want to live next to these whiteies. Like, yeah, we'll, uh-huh. we'll fucking of course. They Plus, were it sucks there. It's cold. Determined to live there. Um, back to the Bible. Uh, you know, it really sucks being cold and by the water. Yeah, because not- I was I was like by the by the ocean by a port Port mm-hmm. Hawkesbury when I for like a year there in Nova Scotia, and I didn't realize that what you the fuck were you doing there playing hockey playing hockey. But I was uh you don't even have to be close to the water for the ocean to blow its fucking vapors all over your vehicles and freeze them all solid. Yeah, that's brutal. Hey, all of them. Those ice storms are yeah, nuts. It's fucking crazy, and it happens all the time. Yeah. People are just prepared for it to like chip their car. Yeah, you need a pickaxe to get into your car. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Credit card won't cut it. A lot of people out west, we just like credit card or that's not going to work. No. And like everyone wonders why everyone drinks there. That's why. Because you're literally frozen into your house. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With ice sheets. Like we get snow, but you can shovel that away. You got to chip ice. Yet the Mastonites were not able to occupy these towns, for the Canaanites were determined to live there. However, when the Israelites grew stronger, they subjected the Canaanites to forced labor, but did not drive them out completely. 
This is before. Yeah. Um, this is this is like this is I think a a recap. So the first part of Joshua was the conquest, right? Here's my problem. Now everyone they're dividing has, the land. Everyone's name is a knights, you know? Mm-hmm. And I can't remember things very well and they all sound the same to me. Canaanites, so Jebusites, yeah, Hebites, no, so Perizzites. Yes. Parasites I get. Anakites, <clears throat> Amalekites, Ammonites. And they all blend into my brain, and I can't figure out who did what at Man, what point. How about this? Can, so I just blew through a bunch of... All those peoples were a peoples. Like, let's, like Americans, Canadians, Germans. They all had a king and a life, and like they would be blown away that they got reduced to a line in a paragraph. <laughs> Like what? there, there was there was the kingdom of the Ammonites. Oh yeah, for where sure. Where stuff happened. Yeah, lots you know? of stuff. Did they? What happened to their generations? Books? You know what I mean? Uh, well, that's they've been reduced to a sentence in the book about the Jews, and the Jews are fucking kind. I mean, they got this book that everybody seems to like. It also it's also proof that the Bible's not for anyone else. Of course, God says he loves everyone. It else, says but he it's for my chosen people over yeah. and over. It says well, why, Abraham. Why anyone else reads this is beyond me. Because Paul comes out and says, they take the book. Paul? I don't know Paul. <laughs> Man, I wish. Actually, I don't wish. I like the way that we've done this with uh, Kyle has no foreknowledge at all. I've all, I've often, though, been frustrated with the fact that I can't reference to anything else we haven't read yet. <laughs> <laughs> this Paul guy sounds like a real egomaniac. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they, the Canaanites were uh, forced to labor, but they weren't driven out completely. The people of Joseph said to Joshua, why have you given us only one allotment and one portion of an, for an inheritance? We are a numerous people and the Lord has blessed us abundantly. If you are so numerous, Joshua answered, and if the hill country of Ephraim is too small for you, go up into the forest and clear land for yourselves there in the land of the Perizzites and the Raphaites. Oh, kill them. Yeah. So clear land, burn them alive. They're not talking about clear cutting trees. That's what I thought for a second. I'm like, why would I even... Well, I would even entertain the thought it wasn't wiping out a population. Because here's the thing. There is land everywhere that isn't occupied. Right? It's back in the desert. But these guys already, like, tilled the soil and stuff. So we don't really want to dig with our shovels yeah. in hard soil. So we'll just kill them all. Exactly. And burn down everything. The- you know what the best, the best cleanser for the earth, the best, like, fertilizer, is burnt human beings in houses. I don't know if you knew that. That's true. You get some babies in there too. It's pretty good. (laughs) The people of Joseph replied, The hill country is not enough for us, and all the Canaanites who live in the plain have iron chariots, both those in Bethshan and its settlements. What the fuck? Your ID is just on my ground. That's on my floor. Cool. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) See, that's the kind of stuff that I, that's the way I live my life. Yeah, chaos. And he has everyone around him picking up the pieces and handing it back to him like constantly. So. I, I don't know. I say don't do it. I say do not look out for me, but people seem to like me. Or I'm just that <laughs> annoying. Um, so they, the Canaanites have iron chariots, both those in Beth Shan and its settlements in the valley of uh, Jezreel. But Joshua said to the house of Joseph, to Ephraim and Mastanay, you are numerous and very powerful. You will not have only one allotment, but the forested hill country as well. Clear it, and the farthest limits will be yours. Though the Canaanites have iron chariots, and though they are strong, you can drive them out. The vision of the rest of the land. Iron chariots? Yeah. Is that literal? Sounds heavy. That's what it says. Um, I imagine this was the Iron Age. I think. Well, I, it would have to be. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know much more about that. We'd have to ask the historian to email in. Let's, uh, 
that accused me of being a fucking neckbeard. I can't believe it. Can't believe it. I don't. I, I met a couple people who thought I was a big, tall, fat guy. No, just an. You know what I mean? Yeah, pretty average. Not that tall. The only like not that have, fat. You have a big head. <clears throat> a big head. Yeah, that's but true. like overall, pretty normal looking dude. He looks way nicer than he is. Do I? <laughs> I've never heard that before. Uh, I like that, though. The division of the rest of the land. The whole assembly. You know, you know what someone told me once? What? Because I got, like, pretty piercing eyes. Yeah. That's that's pretty universally understood from everyone that knows me. That or an autistic <clears throat> stare. That, too. I don't know what the difference is. <laughs> the, yeah, the difference is most people kind of, like, look, make eye contact and look away. It's like, when you lock eyes with Kyle, it's like a staring contest oh, yeah. for your soul, and yeah. Kyle wins every time. I win time. It every time. Yeah, exactly. Aren't autists not supposed to make eye contact? I don't know. Maybe you have overcome it to overcompensate and just straight eye contact. It's all like time. it's too much sometimes. <laughs> he like looks through you and like he sees like behind your your intentions. Oh, you should wait till I'm drunk. I must make you a good. Oh no, I've seen you drunk. Oh, that's worse. I'm almost, I'm just thinking now as like a gas uh, or a garage sailing guy. You know, I'll give you a dollar for these four. Oh toasters. hell yeah, they I, they always say yes. Uh, five bucks, one dollar. <laughs> I just sit there in dead silence and stare at them till they say a different number. <laughs> or if not, you just go back to your car and just look. <laughs> <laughs> one person told me this. He's like, if you had, he's like, I have really dark brown eyes, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, it's your eyes. You're dark brown. Sometimes they make it look like it's all pupil. If you had bright blue eyes, people would, people would say they're dreamy. If we're- I'm like, you know what? That's true. In a dark in a dark room, like in a bar, yeah, you can look soulless. Exactly. You look like a shark. But if I got I should get colored contacts as a social experiment, but then take them out and kill myself and I realize I'm much everyone's much nicer to me. I mean you should try the first part of that, yeah. I think. What will it drive me to though? I don't know. Because they won't be my eyes. So it'll either be wearing color contacts for the rest of my life. Taking them out and realizing life is better with the men or killing myself. Those are my three options. That's true. Or you could just be a liar for the rest of your life. That's what I mean. Just have color contacts. Yeah. The whole assembly, uh, the Israelites gathered at Shiloh and went up to the tent of meeting. The country was brought under their control, but there were still seven Israelite tribes who had not yet received their inheritance. So Joshua said to the Israelites, how long will you wait before you begin to take possession of the land that the Lord of your fathers has given you? Appoint three men from each tribe. I will send them out to take a survey of the land and write a description of it according to the inheritance of each. Then they will return to me. You are to divide the land into seven parts. Judah is to remain in its territory on the south and the territory of Joseph in its, on the north. After you have written these descriptions, the seven parts of the land, of the seven parts of the land, bring them to me and I will cast lots for you in the presence of the Lord your God. I like that God condones gambling, but Christians say that you should never gamble. He literally says that's how you're supposed to figure stuff out. Yeah. If there's ever like if there's ever like a, I will a disputed cast, situation, just yeah. roll dice. Cast lots in the sight of the Lord your God. Yeah. I also and like God. I guess that's implying. I guess with gambling and everything, that God is deciding to let you win. I and, guess and probability doesn't I, that exist. Gives, uh, yeah. That gives it a bit of a credibility. The old trial by fire or or ordeal. Have you heard of that? No. In the Middle Ages, you know, and at different points in history, they used to have trial by ordeal. Which is you get burned or you walk across hot coals or you get beaten or you get your legs broke. And if you 
depending on how well you heal or endure the pain, there's this isn't like a science, right? There's different examples yeah, of it exist. I understand exist. that based on everything you just said, it's not a science. Exactly. But so basically on how well you endured the pain or like got through the ordeal determined if you were guilty or not. You know, so, kind of like the way the the woman had to drink the poison and if she had a miscarriage she was guilty and if she wasn't so, <laughs> yeah. so it's like drink, drink this abortion juice and if it does what it's supposed to do yeah. then you're guilty or that scene in holy grail where like she, Never seen she's she's they throw a witch in the river and if she drowns she was a witch right and no it's if she drowns she wasn't isn't that the thing no if she floats yeah which yeah if she drowns she wasn't a she witch. she wasn't a witch <laughs> which is all the witch trials they throw them off a cliff or whatever and if they fly they're a witch and if they die they were innocent but they went to heaven because they were innocent Oh, is that why? Is that why it's okay? Yeah, that's I always, why it's okay. I always wondered why it was oh, okay to just murder so, innocent people. Well, that's the thing that your innocence gets you to heaven, and you're actually lucky because you got to go there sooner. Yeah, and you didn't kill yourself, which yeah. some people think gets you to hell, but apparently doesn't. Does not. I don't know why that that. Well, I do know why. There's a spell of people killing themselves to get to heaven for sure at one yeah, point. Yeah, the Catholic and like by, by the way, that doesn't get you. You can't you're, get out of your drudgery peasant <laughs> life. That happened, like, for sure it happened. It happens in China. They don't think they're going to heaven. You know what I mean? They're jumping out of iPhone assembly buildings. They just put nets up. They, they, they did put nets up. <laughs> That's the Isn't funniest the, part. It's it's funny to imagine them. It's not that funny. <laughs> but it is also insanely depressing. To live in that reality is... That it's that, it's, it's that bad <laughs> to the point that they have to put nets on buildings to stop people also, from killing themselves. Also, pay them more. Also, the best part is they're not killing themselves when they go home. They're only doing it like on the job. Yeah, that's true. Because it's so brutal at work. When they get home, it's like, oh, I got a family. Everything will be okay until they have to wait two hours before they have to go back to their the shift again. Um, I like, by the way, just going back a few verses, Joshua says to Israelites, you know, how long are you guys going to sit on your asses? You know, we got all our places already. And they're like, uh, the fuck, Joshua? We're the ones helping you take over these previous places. So back to the present time. He says, uh, we'll cast lots for you in the presence of our Lord. The Levites, whoever, do not get a portion among you because the priestly service of the Lord is their inheritance. And Gad and Reuben and the half-tribe of Manasseh have already received their inheritance on the east side of the Jordan. Moses, the servant, gave, the Lord gave it to them. Why does the half-tribe of Manasseh seem to be like so predominant in this whole setup when they're not even a full tribe? I don't know. I don't really understand. In the hierarchy of, uh, of blood lineage, they should be way at the bottom. Well, to the, uh, the hundreds of years ago when these tribes were formed, they were named after the 12 sons of Israel, right? Mm -hmm. And Joseph and Manasseh were from a different wife than the other 10. Oh, the, Joseph the, too? Yeah, Joseph was the favorite and his brother were the favorite. I think it was, no, Joseph and Benjamin were the sons of the favorite wife. So the half tribe must have been from some concubine. Just some other, some, some other slut. Some slave some slut. Other, <laughs> some other forced slut. Um, if you were, <laughs> if you're a slave and you're forced to have sex, are you really a slut, Kyle? In my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Come over here and suck my dick. You have no choice, you slut. Yeah, you fucking stupid whore. Oh, that's one Come of them. here and do it. You have to or you die, <laughs> yeah. you fucking garbage pig slut. It's fucking... <laughs> Uh, uh, you know you love it. As the men started <laughs> on their way to map out the land, Joshua Come instructed here get your them, meal, bitch. go and make a survey of the land and write down. <laughs> then return to me and I will cast lots for you here at Shiloh in the presence of the Lord. 
So the men left and went through the land. They wrote its description on a scroll, town by town in seven parts, and returned to Joshua in the camp at Shiloh. Joshua then cast lots for them in Shiloh in the presence of the Lord, where he... And there he distributed the land to the Israelites according to their tribal divisions. The allotment for Benjamin. This is actually a pretty fair way to do it. Just letting the dice, letting the dice decide. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Especially there's going to be better or worse plots. Yeah. No matter how you divide it. Now no one can complain because you let God do it like in their eyes. The lot came up for the tribe of Benjamin, clan by clan. Their allotted territory lay between the tribes of Judah and Joseph. On the north side, the boundary began at the Jordan, passed through the northern slope of Jericho, and headed west through the hill country, coming out at the desert of Beth-Avon. From there, it crossed the south slope of Luz, that is Bethel, and went down to Atrioth, Adar, on the south hill south of lower Beth-Haron. From the hill facing Beth-Haron, on the south boundary, turned south along the western side and came out Kirith Baal, that is Kirith Jerium. A town of the people <laughs> west of Judah. For a this was the western side. The southern side began at the outskirts of Kirith Jerium on the west, and the boundary came out of the spring, the waters of Nephtoah. The boundary went down to the foot of the hill facing the valley of Beth Ben Hinnon, north of the valley of Rephraim, continued down Hinnom Valley along the southern slope of the Jebusite city, and so on to Enrogel. It curved north, went to En Shemesh, continued to Galeoth, which faces the pass of Adumanum, and ran down the stone of Bohan, son of Reuben. It continued to the northern slope of Beth Araba on the s- and on down to Araba. It went to the northern slope of Beth Hogla and came out in the northern bay of the Salt Sea, that is, the Dead Sea, at the mouth, mouth of the Jordan in the south. This was the southern boundary. The Jordan formed the boundary on the eastern side. These were the boundaries that marked out the inheritance of the clans of the tribe of Benjamin on all sides. The tribe of Benjamin, clan by clan, had the following cities. Jericho, Beth Hogla, Emekaziz, Beth Arabah, Zemarium, Bethel, Avium, Parah. <laughs> Was there a dash there? Oprah. Oprah? Oh, no. Afra. O-P-H-R-A-H. There's an extra H in there. Uh, Kephar, Amino, Amoni, Ophni. And Giba, 12 towns in their villages. Gibeon, Ramah, Bethroth, Mizpah, Kephira, Moza, Rechem, Irpel, Terela, Zela, Helaf, the Jebusite city, that is Jerusalem. Zela, Helaf, the Jebusite city, that is Jerusalem, Gibeah, and Kirath, 14 towns in their villages. So what was Jerusalem called? Helaf, sorry, Helaf. It's on two lines. H-A-E-L-E-P-H. Halef. The Jebusite city. That's fucking hilarious to me that the most famous Israelite, you know, Israeli Jewish town is Bethlehem. You know, the, the where Christ is born and the city of David and all this shit. They yeah. took it from the Jebusites. This is like their ancient thing that they are so famous for that they know that they took from somewhere else. They didn't even found the city of Jerusalem. It's kind of poetic justice that uh, Israel got taken from them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they took it in the first place. Well, it's, yeah. It's, it's, as, it's as if there was like Rome still, but it was the size of Vancouver Island. Yeah. And, and they were like, we used to fucking own a lot of stuff. And everyone's like, shut up, Rome. You guys were dicks. Nobody liked you. <laughs> Yeah, why don't we give Rome back to the Romans? Uh, Italy. Why don't we do any of that shit? Because it's dumb. Because that's not the way the world works. 
Imagine. Yeah, but we did it once. We did it. And the whole world agreed. Because of this fucking stupid book. Literally because of this stupid book, Israel's a country. Yeah. Because these fucking clowns wrote it forever ago that it would happen. And then it became a self-fulfilling prophecy. If the Romans would have wrote some book about how Rome will come back with a white horse and, you know, dragons will come out of the earth with fucking scorpions on their faces. Do you know a lot of people say this is very anti-Semitic because it's being said in culture that Israel doesn't have a right to exist? And that's considered, if you say something like that, you're considered a white supremacist, full-blown anti-Semite. What is the right to exist? I take issue with the right because I don't think anyone has the right that's my point. to exist. But I, I see their point. I see their point in that we basically gifted them a place where they used to live, that a place where people currently live. In my eyes, they don't have the right to exist. I mean, There's no right. They, have they the do right exist to... there. I'm not saying they should get killed. You mean Israel? Israel as a country has not the right to exist. Yeah, no, sure. it doesn't have a right. Yeah, no, there's no right through all through all through all the United Nations. Everyone in the rest of the world, they have a right to exist because of the fucking Bible. And all the people, I don't agree with that. The people who but that say, makes you an anti-Semite somehow. The people who say they have a right maybe it means something else to those people. Well, do you know what? The, the, I take issue with the term "the right" because if you say we have the right, because then who's deciding the rights? Who's enforcing conquest? It? God. Conquest and, and God. No conquest. But, when you say we have the right to exist, that means we took this from other people and killed them. So that's what they're saying by the right. So they're saying Israel should take it by force. I feel like that's what's implied. Israel, if Israel maybe. didn't take it, because everyone that has the right, Canada exists through force. America exists through force. But it's not a right. It's just we happen to have control of it at the moment. It becomes a right once you've been born Canadian. These are all human imaginations. Yeah, but it becomes... You're a Canadian citizen by right of Canadian government. Sure. Which was established by conquest. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So Israel was not established by conquest. It's one of the only nations... Maybe the only nation. What are you talking about? The current state of Israel Oh, yeah, the current state. Was gifted. But it was established by conquest because they displaced the people living there. It was just the most of the world agreed, except for those people. Yeah, there was there was people who didn't agree Israel should exist at that point. So I'm reading about this right now. I have that book, Oh Jerusalem. Yeah, and it was a long, it was a big, you know, this Jewish conspiracy. It was a conspiracy, what? not even a conspiracy. <clears throat> what um, Jewish conspiracy? So Jews, as far back as the 1700s, and Jewish bankers in this started buying buying up plots of land whenever it became available in that place and they passed it down generationally That's very smart so they actually they actually did actually own a big part of israel how much i can't tell you off the top of my head I'm are we talking this. like 20 percent? i'm talking significant numbers 20 30 40 that's a lot, that's by, a lot. by the second world war they were buying it by a lot and after the second world war when everything was getting you know massive displacements of everybody and it was getting worked out they bought a lot jewish banks bought a lot of that land uh-huh and so they Technically, makes owned sense. It. Okay, they even. I have way less of a problem with that now. They actually bought it and were like landlords. They let the. Uh, of course, you'd have to be because they'd want some of their money back. They're Jews. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? They're not just going to let that I'm land. Saying, they're not going to let their money sit there making no money. Well, I'm you know saying I mean? they owned it, but people lived there for <laughs> a long that. for yeah. a long time. Well, I'm mm-hmm. not saying they didn't buy it and then move there. No, I get your they point. They bought it, oh, and I understand owned it. it completely. And then one day, like but you this, have property sitting there making no money for you. That's uh... these Zionist Jews eventually, like you know, c- combined with a lot of help from the British government. The what British does Zionist government, mean? Zionist means they wanted to go back. They, you know, home. I get it's a different word for nationalism. Zion. We're all going to go back to where we started. I'm confused about nationalism too. What is that exact definition of nationalism? Because Nation- it's not just liking your country, is it? It's 
I mean, I, I can't define it for you. It's, it's like that's that's a uh, one of those political words that gets used where it seems like it's I think it good used, or bad. I think I can't it meant different things. Actually, means I think it meant different things at different times. What I take it to mean is um, a pride, some sort of pride in your country, but also your country. So your, your bigger picture goal is. Like, if you were a Canadian nationalist, you would want Canada to have the biggest empire in the world. I think that's what the ancient definition of nationalism is. I don't think it is. The ancient one was the glory of Rome would be, like, to make Rome the greatest empire ever. Uh, like, Germans in the First World War wanted to make Germany. It's not a bad goal, but I get it. Yeah. So, that's so when you give your life for the state, it's so that it's in the seeing of, like, Canadian values, Canadian culture trying to better your country for your kids your neighbors and that, that means kind of thing. different things to even different canadians but i think a lot of canadians we you know we'd have the five you know five things that we all agree on and then some things less and it's a complicated issue but it if you don't have any like if you don't believe in god if you don't have a religion because i think that's the biggest i think that's probably for the most people the most important thing in their lives yeah and then nationalism comes second because it's like another, it's probably yoga after bi- uh I mean, After people stopped, started being atheists, <laughs> yoga really took off. I don't you, know if anyone noticed that. I think spirituality without God, yeah, it's, it connects you to the earth. It's nonsense. People, it's, people need some God thing. I don't know what it is. Well, people you need, need a you need a bigger purpose than. Would you say our God is alcohol? No. <laughs> I mean, that's a Jim Jeffrey bit, but is it actually? Yeah. Fuck. Well, I've probably when, seen it, too. When you go to Alcoholics Anonymous, they make you choose the Oh, God. I have seen it. So I stole it from him. Great. Um, yeah, I, back to the, the original question, though. I think people need a purpose higher than themselves. Acquiring wealth only works <laughs> for a small... Like acquiring, amassing property and wealth only works for a few people. I, I'm currently looking for a reason bigger than myself to live and not... You don't need one. There is You, you, you don't need one. I like the lulls. How about just better... How about better your circumstance, have a good time, and the ones around you? How about that? That's all you need. The people you care about. Kind of that, but mine's more like, let's do this for the fuck of it, because it's yeah, fucking funny. That's just, why I love... That's what makes you get shit-faced and uh, hitchhike for two days. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Why would you do that? For the lulls. Like, fuck it. I like, guess I guess all throughout history, they had clowns. The same... Jesters. Re- yeah. Modern day, modern day clown, Caleb Campbell. Diog- Diogenes. Uh, but yeah, that's the reason I do fucking dumb shit because I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Who cares? Let's do something crazy. Let's see what happens. Fair enough. I Let's also, spike that adrenaline for a bit. I also like to go like, you know, I even remember when I was about to hitchhike back to Kelowna, I was like, you know, I'll probably get picked up. Maybe I'll end up walking all the way back to Kelowna and this could suck real bad. But I remember thinking like, yeah, oh, this will be funny later. It's not funny now. There's <laughs> <laughs> no concept of this could go real bad and I could like die. I've never really been concerned. There's twice where I was like this. I was in like some crack house on Hastings Street trying to buy drugs. Crack. And this, yeah, this like uh, lady boy was like put some porn on and like offered to. And I was like, no, I'm good. I just let's get the drugs. And then Devo came barreling down the hall like we need to get the fuck out of here. And then we walked by some guy that like had a knife in his hand. And I was like, yeah, that could have went bad. And Devo is like the best guy to go to a drug house with. He's huge. He's gigantic. Yeah. Yeah, you got, I think he probably saved me from. Oh, a I would say. Mugging. I would say. Maybe a stabbing. <laughs> and D was a scary looking motherfucker. Nice guy, but. Where were we? I don't know. Almost done. All right. Um, 
The tribe of Benjamin. Oh, we were just reading those those villages. Yeah, that's actually the end of the section. That's what I thought. Jerusalem, and this was the inheritance for Benjamin and Benjamin and his clan. Benjamin. It's on Benjamin. Two, it's on two different lines. <laughs> Benjamin. Benjamin. We jamin. Sorry. I think they played that in my cab. <laughs> Are you gonna read an email or yep, something? Yeah, we got an email. Okay. You didn't ask. Oh god, did we get any emails? Yes, today? we did. He's got it all like he's got it queued up on his phone, like in my face. Oh, like like I'm supposed like Caleb doesn't have the same fucking things he has to say every time that's he freaks true. out that's, about that's it. That's true. I did so. I did get mad at you for skipping. <laughs> yeah, you did. So protocol. I was waiting. Kyle, what'd you learn today? Fuck you. <laughs> How about you fucking your stupid fucking face? I learned to hate you more than I ever have. How about that? That's uh This is titled The Sun Stopped in the Sky? Question mark. Two question marks. Okay, I'm a couple episodes late, but I can't believe you guys didn't get stuck in the part where Joshua commanded that the sun stop in the sky. Yeah, we kind of did, but I mean, I was more like how the fuck would they know that or measure it? And that's easy. That's the dumbest thing ever. They can't. They don't have anything to compare it to. Yes, they do. What? Their own sense of time in the their horizon? heads? The sun is stopped. So how do you lo- know how long the sun has stopped? People lose a sense. Oh, you won't know how long it stopped, but you'll know it stopped. No, that's all in your head. You could be on drugs that make you think time stops. I guess that's, I get your point. So there's nothing to compare it to. If the sun stops moving, the <laughs> shadow stops moving, it's possible they all had... That it seems like two days, but it's been 10 minutes. It could have been. Yeah. It, it, it could be a mass delusion. It could be one guy that's said true. it and everyone else believed. Do you feel like the sun stopped and that's everyone... That's very true. So, I didn't get your point before, because I was like, in my mind, if if they if checked I'm not, their phones if, if and not, the time the time was still rolling, but the sun was still there. No, if I'm not delirious, yeah, you know what I mean. I'm gonna see the sun moving. I'm gonna I'm gonna understand what half an hour feels like, and if or what an hour feels like, and the sun hasn't moved, but or two hours, and if it's been ten, I would for sure know it's at least two in my mind. You know what I mean? Because I, mean, I said it was like see, two days or I see, whatever. I, yeah, I see yeah. your point. And like, there's going to be a degree of how humans, I'm wrong, but I'm gonna at least think I'm capable of understanding that it. Humans, humans are minim- famously bad at it. Yeah, and I know. Let's imagine this in this scenario. Let's say they had finished that battle, or they were they were fighting a battle or something. That the sun stopped so they could kill more people. Let's imagine you've been waging war for 12 hours you're dehydrated probably more and and so now you're delusional yeah you're you're on no sleep 24 and and you're like 36 everyone's been killing these people i feel like we've been killing these people for hours the sun must have stopped like yeah for sure that's what it is you know i mean i guess we took the logical sense that they're dumb and they thought the sun stopped, not that the actual sun got commanded to stop and it listened to them. We you, never really took that you position. You stick a stick in the ground, you mark where the shade is, and then time, like the shade yeah. moves mm-hmm. and you know time has passed. But if you stick the stick in the ground, the shade doesn't move. But if you have no concept of time in your mind and don't know how long it's actually been... I guess you could, you could go like, it takes you know three minutes to cut someone's head off and watch them bleed out. We cut off you know, 6,000 heads. Well, that's my heads. point. There's a lot of reference points you could make. Yeah. You could. I don't know if they had sun uh, those sand measuring no. things back then. I what doubt those, it. What are those called? Hourglass. Hourglass. I think they did. Didn't, oh, they didn't have glass. Oh, they did have glass. I doubt. Where it are we at, at this with time? They're they're riding an iron chariot, so I doubt they had fucking glass. Because they'd have to forge that. What was the first glass? Lightning, I think. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I think guys, this is like the water piling in a heap all over again. <laughs> Once you start to think about the logistics of it, as we all know, the sun doesn't move relative to the earth. It only moves across the sky due to the earth's rotation. Oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't think about the earth stop spinning. Yeah, me neither. 
Well, we are dumb. He's right. We we did brush that over it. That means the Earth stopped. <laughs> I read a science fiction article in Popular Science. About oh my the, god! What would happen if the Earth stopped spinning? Yeah. Everyone would fucking like you know, all, it'd be like a tornado. Except we'd all just like you know whip. Yeah. We're spinning at what thousands and thousands of kilometers per second. Oh, if it stopped immediately like that, Poof, we'd yeah. all just go flying off into space. Oh, for sure, hundred percent, we would. Everything would get fucked up. Everything that we know that exists in normal with gravitational or Earth's rotation. This is a really good email. Thanks for yeah, pointing that's, this out. That is a good point. I guess we just took the point of that it's dumb. It didn't happen, and they were just delusional. Yeah. But yeah, the sun wouldn't stop. But yeah, <laughs> the Earth would stop. Oh, that's a that's a fucking really smart point. Either that, that's one scenario is the Earth stops spinning, or the yeah, sun no, that's the only. stops moving, or the sun moves backwards with the spin of the Earth. So now the sun is moving, and I'm all not... of galaxies are getting sucked into a new gravitation. Now the sun is spinning around the Earth? I'm trying to think. So let's The say... sun would have to be rotating around the Earth in the same direction it did before. Yeah, exactly. And then go back to normal, because it continued on. And, the, yeah. and so the sun to go all the way around the earth to get back to normal to where it was stopped that's way that would be impossible i mean the whole thing is impossible. the whole thing is impossible i remember the thing that makes the most sense is that the earth stopped moving everything was right somehow because god cast magic on it to keep it normal that's true here's the thing that you that everyone forgets is that god's magic can do whatever it wants i remember so if god stopped the the sun from moving it doesn't matter what the dumb humans think it is yeah it doesn't matter that he stopped the earth and it's, not the sun that doesn't matter at all. The fact is he could do it because it doesn't matter. God has magic powers. But the, yes, when you say it like that, but the Bible also describes like the water piled up in a heap. See, like, that, that's that's the point too. So this one, there was no consequences to doing it. Well, they didn't have to, they didn't even know that the sun, like the no, earth I understand spins. that, but there was no consequences. No, exactly. Like there's consequences. They just thought that's something that that could happen. That's possible. Yeah. God could do that. <laughs> of course. In, I, I remember hearing about this in church and thinking it was bullshit and saying so much. And then my Sunday school teacher told me that, uh, you know, how they study eclipse and stuff like they can actually they're like the first battle of the eclipse. They can actually put it to the day because they know that the, the first what the first battle of the eclipse. I don't know what that is. It was a battle between um, Babylon and Assyria, I think. And. While they were fighting, there was a solar eclipse, and that stopped the battle. And they they wrote about it because it was a sign from God, right? The sun disappeared, and everyone freaked out, and oh. they made peace, right? So, it, I mean, no, knowing what we know about how solar systems work, they were able to date it. So that's the date they know the day of that battle. That's really cool. So, anyway, somebody was telling me that uh, throughout history, when they're dating stuff, all the dates wouldn't line up to modern day, and then they accounted for the sun being held for a day. Back in this time, and then all the math worked. And I who remember, said that? So my Sunday school teacher. Oh and I just my believed, god! I just believed him, and I was like, "Huh? Wow, that's true. The Bible is fucking crazy." I love it when they try and put science in to prove the Bible. Like, actually, if you read it like this, but my fo- my fifteen year old self true. was like, "Wow, that's actually incredible." Like, yeah, that would be incredible. That, that would like be a, that if that was true. That would be evidence that that happened, and there is there a was God. A, there was a huge. It wouldn't be complete proof. Here's the thing, but I, that'd be evidence. I quoted that for like five years. Till I someone, would too. It sounds genius. And someone's like, it "Sounds fucking you genius. fucking idiot!" And like just like dressed me down, and I was like, "Okay." Then I went to like you know look it up. There's no not no. even there's even a fake article about no that. one would even consider it because first of all, you wouldn't be able to tell by the day really. Yeah, they if don't that know. happened. No, I mean, if it was a day off, you could be like, there's enough margin of error in calculation to 
account for well our calendars day. aren't even the same like the calendar yeah. we use is because of caesar and before that there was a different calendar i don't think that matters though in the way they do those calculations back they know the there's leap years lost minutes <laughs> i don't think that matters either i think they do it by whatever Kyle. Oh, okay god figured it out yeah the earth is rotating at approximately 1000 miles an hour at the equator which is roughly where the story takes place <laughs> that's true this guy's good if it were to suddenly stop rotating Everything on top of it would be flung forward at the same speed like when you slam the brakes on a car. That's, That's like what we said, a thousand miles an hour. <laughs> so everyone would be totally wiped out in the name of the Lord. And it was pleasing to it the Lord. It was pleasing to the Lord. <laughs> That's, fun. That's a really funny analogy. And for it to go back to normal after a day, too, yeah. is very, it's amusing. I am no physicist, but that's probably even more force to physically tear apart entire land masses, or at least... Well, would, Superman did it. Would wreak havoc. He spun it backwards. Would wreak havoc on the molten mantle and cause all kinds of earthquakes and volcanoes. In any case, it would certainly be a world-ending catastrophe that would wipe out all life on Earth. <laughs> 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 and he goes on to say, seems plausible to me. <laughs> Keep up the good work, guys. Kyler, that was a hell of an email. Thank you. Yeah, that's a good, very good point. I don't know how I, I yeah I didn't even I, you, I'm telling you right now I'm glad I'm glad there's an outside perspective because you kind of get sucked into the bullshit of the Bible stacking on top of each other to the where that one just seems like a little one and you don't you stop digging mentally because it's all bullshit yeah so like how far do you want to dig in each subject and you kind of just brush it off but I'm glad that was brought to our attention because that is fucking retarded exactly your point but from the opposite side when you are raised with the Bible and you're just told it's true and you kind of don't know better. And so when you start to have these first critical questions, like how did Moses or Noah get be all, weird. all that on the, so you don't even think like you don't even think to ask that you're like, Oh, the sun stands still. That makes perfect sense. God's been doing stuff like that all the time. The whole time. Yeah. And so you only cling on to the most outrageous ones. You're like, he parted the red sea and they're like, yeah, we don't know. He did it. You know? Yeah. No one says stop the sun. Yeah. Why does no one say that? Yeah. Because it's equally significant. It's, it's no, probably more significant. Yeah. Well, people say part of the Red Sea because it was such a big thing with the with uh, Moses leading the Jews and everything. And it's a big moment in the Bible because they got through and God let them. Yeah, in, it's in, dramatic. Yeah, it's they dr- were at the edge dramatic. of the thing and the army was closing But in. it's more impressive to stop the sun. <laughs> yeah. Because you know what? I heard ben, I like Ben Shapiro. Yeah. I disagree with him on a lot of things, but he's a very smart dude and he has good arguments. I like to people listen to people who have well-thought-out arguments. Facts don't care about your feelings, Kyle. I like a well-thought-out argument especially if it disagrees with me, because then it gives you a new perspective. So he's, but he, when talking about the Bible, he believes it literally and tries to come, he believes, so they're talking about parting the Red Sea and he'd be like, and his reasoning was some kind of earthly phenomenon where the wind picked up and parted. Shut the yeah, fuck up. Yeah, I know, up. that's what he says. So I'd love to hear him say the sun stopped. Yeah. Would he just go, would he literally just go, oh, they mistook how much time was passed because they're delirious. No, you just have to or go Or would with- he come up with like, uh, I don't even know what to say. You just have I can't to go think with God anything. magic, yeah. like you said. Oh, God did it, and it's God's thing. That that you have to, but he doesn't. That's my point. And he got and he kind of brushes it off because it sounds dumb, and I think he knows it sounds dumb. What? But How does he believe that? I think he doesn't. I no, think he's he re- does. No, I think he doesn't. I think he's no. I think he does. But I think he, he enough of him doesn't believe it to try and ra- he's trying to constantly he believes in it. the culture and the message and the feeling and and, he, and i think he believes in go- in a god in and the i law. think that happens somehow but he speeds through it because at least subconsciously he knows it sounds stupid because it is stupid yeah it is stupid yeah it is why don't like why don't people just take 
because it's significant to your life because you committed 25 years and it's made you just take the good 30 years and it made you successful and say believing in it made you successful person there's you have to think god's on your side because you've been successful and if you haven't then you just got lucky that's true they definitely need the god to exist and so for the God to exist, the stories need to exist. And it validates their... Yeah, exactly. And it, ta- validates, it validates where they got into in their life. It validates what's happened but up to that point. There is wisdom in this book. There yeah, is there good is, ideas. Absolutely. And like... We've said that the whole time. Good ways to live your life individually and as a society. Especially back then when it was chaos. So why you can't know? you just take the good and be like, yes, there was a lot of mythology attached, right? You can't like... I think as a as a... As a yarmulke wearing Jew, as a what's it called? Um, Why do you have to what, defend what, what, the nonsense? A what's a strong Jew called? The, the ones that, Orthodox. Orthodox. As an Orthodox Jew, which those communities are very successful. Ben isn't. He doesn't have the fucking prayer there's locks lots, or the corners lots. of his thing. Well, then he's not. Yeah. I guess he doesn't like, wear the tassels. He doesn't have the hair. He wears the yarmulke. He lets his all the women time. talk. It's very true. I don't know how they it works pick then. and choose. It's a bunch but of nonsense. What, but yeah, but this is my point. Within the community, there's things that you're allowed to do and things that you, they'll let you not get away with. Not wearing the curly locks, you can still be an Orthodox Jewish community. That's true. But at a certain point, they won't let you in, and you get none of the benefits. And guess what? There's a lot of fucking benefits. Yeah, they have like funds for schooling and shit. They like help each other out constantly. I just wish that if you if you alienate yourself from that at a certain point in your life. Especially later on in your life, after you become successful, then you go, guess what? I don't believe in that anymore, and you guys fuck you. you know oh, yeah. I mean? That's it's brutal. Yeah. So I think it has a lot to do with the how successful he's gotten from the help from the other people in the Jewish community. What do they call that? not turning your back. The sunk cost fallacy. Exactly. You've sunk this much of your life. And and I'm not saying he's actively uh, like lying or going against it. I'm just saying he's constantly rationalizing in his mind, consciously oh. and subconsciously, to keep on the same track he's been. Yeah. To validate everything that happened up and to that if point. So, if it was long enough. And to enough, see that God wanted it to happen. A long enough ago, you can hide behind any mystery. And I've said this before. Back a long ago, God used to show up and exercise his powers. Exactly. Same reason there was dragons and wizards and witch doctors. There's no witches now. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. There was witches 2,000 years ago. They totally worked. But like I said, there's documented at least a lot of them. And it seems to be m- way more. This happens way more so in the like the billionaire community oh, than it does anywhere else. But people go from being atheists, strict atheists, especially it happened a lot in tech. Yeah. Because most tech people were atheists. Because you look into something rationally, it seems dumb. But when they became billionaires, there's a lot of tech billionaires that became. You know what the devout re- re- got religious believers because if you you can't say I became a billionaire from nothing from freak chance. Do you know what? They're like the, rationally, that's almost impossible. Do you know what the donut man says about that? I don't know what the donut man is. The donut man was uh, Mr. Dress Up or Mr. Rogers. For Christians, so he was the donut man. Is that like the bagel boss? Was he four foot nine and yelled about women? No, not fucking he, him? he had like a puppet show with morals that he taught. To kids, <laughs> oh, it is and like I was that. a Christian that I had to watch it, and he had a song that said, "Life without Jesus is like a donut, like a donut." Because there's a hole in it. Because there's a hole in your heart, and then he'd take this donut and he'd put a timbit in it and say, "Look." But he really should have took a butthole and took a fucking priest dick and put it in there. And so that's how you get filled exactly. with the Holy Spirit. Hell yeah. But uh, I do, you know, that bigger than you, that purpose, even nationalism and stuff mm-hmm. we were talking about before, that's 90% of what the Bible fulfills. That you have a yeah. destiny that's waiting to be met and a God that's on your and side. And it's right. And everything that happened to you is right despite the bad things that you did. Yeah. Like a lot of, at least immoral 
at some points. But a lot of billionaires, the chance of being a billionaire is so small. And to be given that much more responsibility and wealth than the rest of your humanity, like to versus taking it from them, whether within the rule set and you've benefited society, lots of people have, lots mm-hmm. of billionaires have, like done things that other people can't do and that wealth wouldn't exist, doesn't matter. You're trying to rationalize your position in society of being way way at the very top and if you don't think there's a god there's somebody in charge that, that wanted it exactly like this. you have to or it it really it must fuck with your brain because it happens to a lot of them that's why i plan to be poor this whole time yeah that's a good strategy then you can always be uh for the laws kyle exactly for the laws you could always be virtuous if you're poor then you have nothing to gain you know i don't i wouldn't say you that. have everything virtuous, to gain, i guess kyle. virtuous is what i'm saying all right we've been uh the bible beaters podcast Caleb's a dildo. You know the score. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Put me inside Follow us you. on social media. Just Google it. Just Google us at this point. That's where we're at. So, beat it. <laughs> we're Google famous. <laughs>